So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance earn millions to start investing? How do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Awesome. Hey guys, so John Wooten here with Stock Market Secrets Podcast, episode, official episode one. I don't know. We're going to see how this goes. We've got a plan here and I'm thinking we just kind of do this on the way to school for the first couple months. Uh, I don't know how you guys found this, but it's a long commitment for me. So we'll see how this goes. I really like stocks and you guys probably know that. I think I might have like an episode on here already uh, from an interview I just We'll see if we want to add that to this. Um, but I think this is going to be a nice little thing to kind of distill down some stock market trading principles that I come across, you know, throughout the day trading. Like, I just really, really like stocks. And uh, so I pretty much trade 9 to noon, you know, pretty much whenever I can because it's just fun and I just really like it. So that's sort of the baseline principle behind this podcast and what I want to do with it. Uh, there are a lot of things that you can learn reading books and there are a lot of things that you can learn uh, watching people trade visually and learning you know through courses and training and awesome awesome stuff like that but a couple of things that you know not a lot of courses not a lot of people talk too much about is mentality and psychology and other really important mental you know, personal factors behind trading and and I'll tell you what trading like it's not easy it's it's a lot of stuff to master and I think psychology is one of those things that usually people just have to get it with time and it comes with time well, it comes well, uh, but I really want to help you guys out here because I wish, you know, when I was starting, I had something to listen to that could sort of shortcut my learning. It would really be some sort of podcast where I could learn about the mentality of, of investing, the mentality behind creating real savings and retirements in the stock market with long-term asset growth. Uh, we're really going to see, we're going to test this monster, I guess I put on here. Uh, we'll see if that works today. That'll be our number one test for this first episode. And also, we're going to see if I can figure out how to get to school the right way uh, without using Google Maps. So, very, very exciting little bonus is for you guys as you see if I will get lost today or if I'll actually make it to the first day of school on time. Um, Georgia Tech, really happy to get in here. As you guys know, big into engineering, uh, especially to use, you know, computer engineering to facilitate decentralized asset management to create real savings and retirements for masses of people. Like that's what I'm really, really, really passionate about. And that's why, you know, when I go through this journey, it's, uh, it's not really for me. It's merely to give back and, uh, and help people crush it with uh, long-term compounding gains in the market. So with that said, we're on our way to school. And this morning was, it was kind of interesting. I'm thinking about this podcast. I'm thinking about some of the stuff I do on YouTube. I'm thinking about a lot of uh, just the social media outreach I do to help get the stock market in front of more people. Because a lot of people, it's just not even in their, in their like frame of mind. And so that's why I do a lot of work with social outreach. And one thing I was thinking about when I record these videos, like I really like doing them. They're really fun. But I'm not really a big fan of, uh, you know, editing them or, or putting in the intros and outros or putting the text on the actual videos. And I'm going to make a big decision here. I'm pretty sure I go left. So we will see where I go. Um, 
So, you know, when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, you know, I really love to record video, get in front of people, talk to them about stocks, psychology, mindset, stuff like that, because that's a really important part of, of trading and, you know, creating quality investments in the American economy. So that's why I do a lot of the work I do in that space. And something that I kind of thought about was unique ability with Dan Sullivan, with a lot of these guys that are out there in the marketplace crushing it. You know, they say that you've got to find your one unique ability and take that, use it to go into the marketplace and crush it by focusing on exactly what you like to do and on exactly what works best for you. Um, and then trying to filter out and get rid of all the other things in the marketplace that aren't your unique ability that don't work perfectly for you. Oh my God, yeah, I found the right way, I'm on the track. That was, that was a little scary. Anyway, focusing on the things in your business, or the things in your life that you love to do and that bring you joy and that bring you results. So for me, right, like that would be trading nine to noon. I love trading nine to noon. So, so much fun. I get great results from it. I just absolutely crush the overall market return. And I do that in a way that's ridiculously fun for me. And it works out because I love what I do. Um, but other things like, you know, editing these, these YouTube videos, that's not really my thing, you know? I really hope you guys can hear me over the wind. We're going to see how this comes out. Uh, but, you know, that's not my thing either, right? Like, I'm an audio guy. I'm not like a recording studio tech guy. Love tech. Tech's awesome. I love computers. Um, and I love building systems and practices and businesses based off computers, and especially blockchain technologies that are actually going to work for me and consistently produce results for me that are like going to actually stay with me for the rest of my life. Um, to give you guys an example, I'm one thing I talk a lot about is cryptocurrency mining, right? So, I, you know, I build these big computers. And they're like maybe eight feet wide by, I don't know, a couple feet tall. It just depends. It depends on, you know, sometimes they're like, it just depends. Uh, but with those, you build them, you know, they're like a big computer. You build it once. And after you build it, thank you. You're going to have an asset that will produce, you know, cryptocurrency. It's going to produce cash for you literally for the rest of your life. And I think that's so ridiculously cool because... You can put your time in up front and learn and do the work and do the effort up front. And after you do the effort up front, you're gonna have that effort and that the, the product of that effort is gonna produce an asset. And that asset in forms of knowledge, in forms of actual physical completion is literally gonna pay you for the rest of your life. Like how cool is that? You're putting in the time up front and once you put in that amount of work up front, you're gonna have that immensely powerful second order consequence of uh, Hey, thank you. I have a long-term compounding asset that just produces results in the marketplace based on the, the pure function of adding value into the market and, and delivering results and services to technologies that need that. And I think that's so, so, so cool. Uh, but anyway, getting back to unique ability, right? So one of my unique abilities is I'm very, very good at doing that. One of my, I'm really good at building it, but I spent, you know, maybe like a month building a bunch of those and, and setting them all up. But something I wasn't particularly good at was actually setting up the software for it. So I would go and I would build it and I love building it. Super, super fun part. But then when it got to the software side, like the, uh, the comp side, you know, actual coding, like that's just not my thing. I can't, I just don't like that. Not my thing. So it took me like, you know, a month or so to build it, get everything together, source it and facilitate the overall management of the project. 
But then when it came to coding or getting the software all set up, you know, that stuff took me literally like months, it's probably like seven months, six months, it's half a year, long, long, long time. That part was super, super challenging for me. Very, very difficult thing to overcome because I was focusing on an area of business outside of my area of expertise. So the work I was doing initially was awesome. It was working very well and going on a very fast pace because I love what I was doing and I was very good at it. But then I got to this other part of work that was based more on like coding or uh, data systems with like, you know, the computer part of it that is just a lot more, it's not my thing, you know? And so when I got to that part, I foolishly went and I was trying to do everything by myself and I was trying to figure out like, hey, how do we do this? How are we gonna make it happen? Which is awesome, right? Killer work ethic is never gonna be a bad thing, but you gotta realize at some point that you can do things a lot uh, better when you when you take on other people because I know a lot of friends and I've worked with them on Monero ads and we've been working on that project for a long long time and, and they love coding that's their thing um, and I'm sure if I look for it I can find other friends and they absolutely love would love to do that kind of stuff you know set up the software for uh, blockchain hashing proof of work algorithm program stuff like that where you're providing direct consensus marketplace value uh, by using either you know, front-end blockchain technologies or blockchain technologies applied in the marketplace by actually uh, just having the computers mine them because I can build them, they make them money, make money, right? Um, and that's the whole point with it. But if you actually take and you combine your skill set with, with those of others who are also passionate about that software side of it, now you have a killer duo. You have two people who are working in their absolute top state of mind, their absolute peak state of being. And because they're able to do that, you have such a tremendously higher quality product at the end because you're able to combine the best aspects of two people instead of having the best aspects of one person and the worst aspects of that person. You know, you get like a 50% done project, whereas if you can find two people or three people, you know, one plus one is five. And one plus one plus one is 10, right? You know, you can use that group mindset as a way to immensely scale up your projects and complete them at a much faster rate at a much higher quality because individuals are able to perform at their peak. And when they're able to perform at their peak, all aspects of the entire project are at their peak. And now suddenly what takes nine months to develop takes two months, takes, you know, a month if everyone's working together 24 hours a day, you know, 16 hours a day, whatever. If you can get into that immensely powerful scenario where everyone's coming together and growing as a team, right? That's an important part, is that you have a, a group of people that have a holistic end in mind. And that end in mind drives the team forward and holds them accountable because instead of being just one person who's had to do everything and then you start to procrastinate on the things you don't like to do because everybody procrastinates, when they find things they don't like to do, which sucks, right? Because they're stuck doing something that's not their A game. They're stuck doing something that's not their number one thing, but sometimes people don't outsource it. And if they don't outsource it, then they're not going to get the result produce what they want in the marketplace because they are limited by themselves, which sucks. It really sucks uh, for a lot of people because it's just, you know, it's hard a lot of times to find the people that you want to do it with. Uh, and then once you find them, you have to delegate. Like, that's tough work, right? So finding that quality connection in the marketplace and building that long-term professional relationship is an invaluable part of 
getting to the next level and scaling up any project you're doing so that in the end, you're gonna have 10 times the result at the same cost, something like that, where you're just leveraging others and using information, systems, growth. I mean, that's how you create a scalable business, right? It's by selecting it to people to know what they're doing and using them in their unique ability and their top performing aspect to uh, generate the maximum possible result in the marketplace. Um, so that's why, you know, when I'm looking at YouTube and stuff and, and how I produce content, uh, I don't want to be the person doing everything, right? It just doesn't make sense a lot of the time uh, because that's not my unique ability. On your right, thank you. Uh, but when you can find, you can go out there, you can find exactly what you want to do, and then you can do what you want to do, you're going to have a significantly higher output and fulfillment from your work, right? So if initially you were doing all the hard stuff and it just it wasn't working for you, you weren't a fan of it, now you're able to focus on what you love doing, and when you focus on what you love doing, you know, it doesn't feel like work. And, and it sounds stupid, of course, right? but when you're putting in like 16-hour days, these huge visions crafted with your team, it gets it sometimes. And the way to overcome that is by creating a better team experience. And that better team experience is going to create better team results in the marketplace. Because I mean, it's just so valuable to have someone to turn to in that time of crisis. Uh, and, and say, hey, you know, this is really, really tough. This is not my area of expertise. What do you think about this? And for them to have that answer is insane because all of a sudden you're able to craft a better message to facilitate growth and then also produce direct results. So, and, and also in good times, right? It's not just a bad time. It's not just a hard stuff. You know, it's really it's lonely sometimes, right? If you're doing things by yourself, you're doing things by yourself. I remember when I finished my book and I clicked publish on uh, on Amazon and it, it, and it freaking went out there. It was like 2 a.m. I'd been up for like four hours the night before. It was honest. Everybody It was such an amazing feeling to get that behind me and get it done and off my plate because I put in, you know, some work. You put in, you know, years and years and years of work or something and you finish it. But sometimes it kind of sucks, you know, to have all that stuff and get it and you publish it and then you put it out there, you get it in the marketplace, and then the money starts flowing in. Yeah, that's great. You're going to get paid for it. But a lot of the times, it's more important to have that fulfillment of a team establishment behind it. And additionally, when you have more people work on a project, you simply only better results in the marketplace that are more significantly impacting the individuals that you serve and taking them to an extremely higher level of satisfaction and clarity with what they do. Because, you know, you write a book for yourself, that's awesome, right? And that book was definitely not just me, you know, it was a whole culmination of, yeah, I talk about it in the acknowledgement section, but that, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people and insights and practices and, and faces and growth. Uh, but when I was doing that, you know, it's mostly me, like I'm the only one writing the book. I'm the only one, like setting in the outline, putting in the time, you know, it was like, I worked 15 hour days on the weekend, so that's 30 hours a weekend, and then like five hours every weekday, so I could squeeze it in before and after school, I mean, that's when I got on like, the grind, and when you get on that stuff, and you have to produce, you know, sometimes, it's just sort of sucks to be there at the end, yeah, I get it, uh, but, you know, who's here? Oh, yeah, right. 
And that's so sweet, and it's amazing. They audibly hear your results in the marketplace before you reward them with the cash. You bring the marketplace, it gets backed up by that proof. And that social proof is immensely more valuable. Um, you're right. Thank you. And that's especially true. Because here's the deal. If you work using this by yourself, you can absolutely destroy it. But if you want to take it to that exponentially higher next level in the marketplace, the absolute number one way to do that is to go out there and work with a team. Because when you work with four people on a project or something like that, what you're going to create as a team is huge, 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 huge. It's so much greater than anything you could you know, prosper up individually. When you have people working in their unique abilities, working in their areas of expertise to go out there and do what they do and do it amazingly so that once the project completes, once everyone's happy with what's happened, you actually have people that have created something that's so much larger than themselves originally because they were able to focus exclusively on what they love doing. So if you're able to focus exclusively on what you love doing, now multiply that result uh, by the number of people on the team, right? And you're gonna have, you know, six, seven, eight, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, there's no limit, right? You have as many people as you want, and those people are able to go out and produce the things that they're amazing at, and they do that, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple times, and it's not like an individual multiplier, it's a group multiplier, right? So as everybody works together, they collectively grow the impact of whatever you make, and that collective impact is so huge because now you're able to actually establish that credit and that true value of what you do since everyone, when everyone works on a project, right? Instead of having a result for one person, you're gonna have such a huge result for everyone else that it just trumps and, and surpasses anything any individual could have you know, thought of doing by themselves because when the group comes together, it creates some sort of like mastermind, right? Where everyone is in their very specific area of expertise it's an overarching body of the group that leads them to their goal. And that goal is something that can be such a greater, have such a greater impact on the marketplace and be of so much more worth because of the people behind it. Um, when you can imagine a goal and you can facilitate the fulfillment of a goal that is something that really stretches you and, and takes you to a new level of challenge in the marketplace by forcing you to really grow to a whole other level of expertise and fulfillment that a lot of the times you wouldn't have before. Uh, when you can facilitate, first you gotta create it, right? And that's a really cool part of it, is getting it done. But once you get it done, it's so much bigger than that because you can put a team together and if you can get a team to stand behind a goal, that's when you're gonna have these insanely high levels of output in the marketplace where you're able to create something that once you're done with it, People are going to be so, so insanely astounded by what you do that it's, it's, it's like, whoa, how did you get to that level of production? How did you meet that output, right? Because to them, it's crazy that, that to get there, because it's an individual, it's, it's so much more difficult, right, to, uh, to even think about that or consider bringing it in the marketplace. Like if you look at something a team can do after years and years of work, and then you think about how you do that as an individual, it's, 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 there's no comparison, right? Because they put in so much work, so many hours of manpower behind it, that any individual just could not achieve, could not surpass that level of achievement. It's just ridiculous to compare. Um, and that's why 
a lot of people get scared and start stuff because if someone is out there, you know, they've got something like Google, they've got something like Facebook, like, how do you start that? You got to remember that those are really simply just goals that a team got behind and produced. And as they started to make themselves valuable in the marketplace through results, as they started to bring value to others, then they were able to grow. Then they were able to add employees. That's the level where they started changing their lives because they put in the initial work up front and that work up front was able to just ridiculously outperform anything else you can consider since those are the people that have the vision and once the vision's fulfilled, it's like, how else are you gonna do that, right? At the beginning, everyone, you know, crazy vision, who can do it, right? And when who can do it, when who can do it, it's the question, the mentality that stands behind your project. That's the question mentality that gets filled in your project. And it's extremely difficult to uh, really have that growth because then it's like, well, what kind of team could do this, right? Who work with this? Uh, but instead, the question I ask is, who can you onboard? And then what is their exact unique ability that they can use in this applicable scenario to finally have the impact they want in the marketplace based off of the unique skill set, the unique ability, and using that very, very specific and applicable mindset to get people together as a team and really get working towards that goal. Because, look, here's the deal. If you can envision it, then all of a sudden, right, the creation of that goal, the fulfillment of that goal is, is so ridiculously easier to create in the marketplace because you've put the mental work behind it. And I mean, that's half the battle right there. The other part of it is really just completing the vision and taking it to the next level where you actually got it uh, done. So it's a whole different mindset of creation and fulfillment, which is totally, totally cool, right? Um, but for, for some people, it's tougher to get that first vision. And once you have that vision and once you have that area that you want to go to, that's where you'll finally be able to, uh, to pull out those next level results because <clears throat> there's an overarching plan to follow. And when there's an overarching plan to follow, I mean, that's just when you're going to start to skyrocket with the levels of production because everybody knows what to do, right? And when people know what to do, then they can formulate a plan to get to that end goal. When people can formulate a plan to get to the end goal, that's when you start to have some really, really huge power in the marketplace. That's when you start to create some really, really, really huge results in the marketplace. Uh, when you get the people on board and the people have a goal, you can achieve that goal as impossible as it seems, as ridiculously difficult as people are gonna say it is. As you know, <sighs> I know when I started thinking about you know educating others and working in the market to get results for other people and teach them about personal finance and investing, I got a whole lot of crap, man. Because it was like, oh, what are you doing? You're like, just a kid, right? But you know, you go about it methodically, you set the goal. And for me, my team, they didn't necessarily come from the marketplace, they came more from my community, right? And you can totally, totally do that. And you just find the individuals that you can work with and then work with them in the market to create the results that you want. And when you do that, you're gonna have a higher level of output. And that level of output is also going to change the way that you look at the problems that you're perceiving in the market. 
and the way that you approach those so that you can get to that next level of production and achieve those goals. So I hope you guys found this awesome. I hope you guys love it. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. We'll see what happens. Thanks. See ya. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best-selling book, 9 to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses. It took me years to uncover completely for free at 9toNoonSecrets.com. Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.